Welcome to the podcast of Peace NBC, led by Pastor Jimmy Bailey. Our mission is to reach everyone who is someone in the eyes of the Lord. Listen to Pastor Jimmy Bailey preach the word which God has given him. We hope you are touched and blessed by this podcast. For more about Peace NBC, visit our website at www.peacenbchurch.org. Come grow with peace. But God says yes. The world says no. So let's talk about this subject, but God. This one two-word phrase is used 45 times in the scriptures. It is God's response to Satan's challenge. It is the bottom line, and it is the last word. The world says can't, but God says can. The world says won't, but God says will. The world says stop, but God says go. The world says don't, but God says do. The world says defeat, but God says victory. God says, I'm going to the enemy's camp and take back what he stole yeah, from yeah, me. Yeah. So, too many times we look at things through our own eyes. But he says in Isaiah 55 and 8, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. It's not over until God says it's over. So when you go to a game and your team is not winning, we leave before it's over not knowing the outcome. But I come to tell you to stay in the game. Wait until the last second ticks off the clock. Wait until the home team has had its chance. Wait until the last out is made. If you quit too soon, you might just miss something. You do remember in 2013, the Iron Bowl, Auburn beat Alabama with one second left on the clock. <laughs> so here we, have, here we have this young man in the story. He has hit rock bottom. He's frustrated with himself maybe even heartbroken, depressed, but yet he knows his father would treat him better and give him work. What happens? He goes home expecting anger and rejection. Instead, his father runs towards him, holding him, loving him, but God. No matter what we have done or not done or how we have sinned against him, we are still all God's children. He welcomes us with open arms. We need to understand that no matter what we may go through or no matter how bad things may get, no matter how the enemy attacks, but God. There's several traits that I like about this young man. I like his understanding of his father, for they had a good relationship. I like what he asked for. He asked for the portion that followed to him. He didn't ask for what belonged to his brother. Although leaving home was not his best idea, I like what he did when he spent all he had. He had been raised to work, so he got a job, not steal, rob, or beg. These are three necessary steps on the journey to restoration. How can I be restored to a relationship with God when I have strayed away? The first step we find in verse 17. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger? The first step to a restored relationship with God is to admit your present situation. That is what the young man did. He came to his senses. He finally opened his eyes and said, even my father's servants have food to spare. Even life as a slave in my father's home would have been better than a so-called freedom he was experiencing. 
The second step to a restored relationship with God is realize God's love and his willingness to receive you back. The son returned to his father with the humble attitude. Some people admit their mess in life, but they never do anything about it. Some people say, I need to get my life right with God, but they never return to him. So not only did this man plan to get right with his father, but he also took the steps to do so. He knew that his father would not bless him where he was. Some people simply want God to bless them where they are, but to have a restored relationship with God, you must return unto him. Third step to a restored relationship with God is to accept his full restoration. It's one thing to recognize that God will lovingly welcome you home, but it's another to accept the full blessing. The father was not looking for another servant. He could have hired additional servants any day. He wanted his son restored, and God wants to restore you today. Every time a son or a daughter returns, God plans a celebration. Luke 15 and 7, I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented more than 99 who don't need to repent. <laughs> Romans 8 and 28, and we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. God takes us through things to make us stronger. Every trial and tribulation is not meant to destroy us. Some things are meant to build us. They're meant to elevate us. Look at your neighbor and tell them, I may be down, but don't count me out. God, he has a plan for my life. That is the type of attitude we need in the church today. We need to understand that no matter what we may go through, no matter how things may get, no matter how the enemy attack, it's always remember, it may look dark right now, but God. Psalms 30 and 5 says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. It may not be in the morning as in Monday or Tuesday morning, but in the morning, we have to keep the faith that this too shall pass. God says, if I am more than the world, God says, if I am for you, I am more than the world against you. Satan says, hold on to your problems, for no one can help you. But God says, cast all of your cares on me, for I care for you. Satan says, take the easy way out. But God says, the race is not given to the swift or the strong, but to the one that endures until the end. Satan says, your enemies have you surrounded. Come out with your hands up. But God says, I'll make your enemies your footstool. Satan says, sickness will follow you. But God says, by his stripes, you are healed. Satan says, I will make you sin. But God says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Satan says, I'll take your son and hold him in the grave. But God says, after three days, he will rise again. Satan says, I've got him now. But God says, death, where is your sting? Grave, where is your victory? No matter what the situation is, no matter what the problem, or no matter how bad it may look, don't you know God has the last say so? You see, we could have been dead and gone a long time ago. And how many can say as you look back over your life, I've been some places I shouldn't have been. I've said some things that I shouldn't have said. And I've done some things that I know I shouldn't have done. But God kept me. God loved us so much, he saved our soul. 
He sent his only son to live and die for our sins. Yes. And that's what we have to do. We have to make it personal. He died for you and he died for me. But early one Sunday morning, he got up with all the power. He didn't get up with black power. He didn't get up with white power. He got up with all power in his hands. He had saving power, healing power, and forgiving power. He can open doors that no man can shut. He can close doors that no man can open. He gives sight to the blind. He makes the lame to walk and the dumb to talk. God can do anything but, but fail. Who wouldn't want to serve a God like this? Do you know him? For in John 3.16 it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Revelations 22 and 13 says, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. John 8 and 12 says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me never walks in darkness, but will have the light of life. John 14 and 6 said, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So don't give up in your, in your trying times. Hold on. All of the heartaches and all of the pain is going to be all over after a while. So keep on trusting. Keep on believing. Keep on holding on. I know because I tried Psalms 121 says, I will lift up mine eyes from which cometh my help. All of my help comes from the Lord, which is in heaven and earth. Do you know where your help comes from? Well, I come to tell you, all of your help comes from Jesus, Mary's baby, and God's only son. I come to tell you, he is the Lamb of God. He is Ezekiel's will in the middle of a wheel. He is Noah's ark. He is Gideon's fleece. He was Job's horse pawing in the valley. He was Moses' burning bush. Jesus is our hope for tomorrow. He is our strength. He is our redeemer. He is our protector. He is my provider. He is alive and well. Well, I come to tell you, I never see the righteous forsaken. No, he sees begging for bread. I come to tell you, in everything that you go through, I will give it to the Lord, give it to him. Why? Because he said, cast all of your cares on me.
for listening to this podcast. We hope you were touched and blessed by what you heard. For more info about Peace NBC, visit us at www.peacenbchurch.org. Also, remember to follow us on social media. If you would like to support this ministry and help us reach more souls, visit our website and click the link, Give Into This Ministry. Be blessed, and we will see you next time.